Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Mind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to share my reaction to the Seattle Seahawks Las Vegas Raiders game. I also want to talk about a few of the other matchups around the NFL for Week 12, and I want to talk a little MLB baseball. So we're going to get right into it by talking about this Seahawks-Raiders matchup. This was a uh, really good high-scoring game. Right away on the first play of the game, Derek Carr drops back the pass. The ball gets intercepted by Quandre Diggs. He takes it all the way down to the Raiders' 12-yard line. Then Kenneth Walker punches it into the end zone to give the Seahawks a 7-0 lead. But the Raiders answer back right away. Derek Carr finds Amir Abdullah in the end zone to tie the game up at 7-7. Then the Seahawks jump back in front with a field goal by Jason Myers. Um, then on the Raiders' next possession, Derek Carr throws his second interception of the game. Another interception to Quandre Diggs. But this time, the Raiders' defense was able to hold the Seahawks to a, another field goal uh, by Jason Myers. That extended the Seahawks' lead to 13-7. to uh, Then in the second quarter, um, Geno Smith throws an interception to Denzel Perryman. That sets the Raiders up in good field position. And Derek Carr throws a flea flicker to Max Holland in the end zone to give the Raiders a 14-13 lead over the Seahawks. Uh, then the Raiders add on to their lead with a rushing touchdown by Josh Jacobs to extend the Raiders' lead to 21-13 to over the Seahawks. Uh, but then Geno Smith finds Tyler Lockett in the end zone for a touchdown that makes the score 21-20. to uh, Then the Raiders tack on another field goal by Daniel Carlson um, to extend their lead to 24-20 to going into halftime. Then in the third quarter, Kenneth Walker gets his second rushing touchdown of the day to give the Seahawks a 27-24 lead over the Raiders. Then Daniel Carlson ties the game up with a field goal at 27-27. Then the Seahawks, uh, they jump back in front late in the fourth quarter. Uh, Geno Smith finds Travis Homer in the end zone for a touchdown to give the Seahawks a 34-27 lead over the Raiders. But with two minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, it looked like the Seahawks were going to come up with a big stop to win the game. But then Derek Carr finds Foster Moreau in the end zone for a touchdown that tied the game up at 34 to 34 that sent this game into overtime. Um, and on the Raiders first possession in overtime, they get into field goal range, but Daniel Carlson misses the field goal. Um, and uh, that sets up the Seahawks in really good field position, but they were unable to move the ball. Um, and uh, they end up having to put the ball back to the Raiders. They pin the Raiders back deep in their own territory, but it doesn't matter because Josh Jacobs takes it 86 yards into the end zone for a touchdown, and the Raiders go on to win this game in overtime. Final score of 40 to 34. Um, big win for the Raiders as they have now won two games in a row. The Seahawks have now lost two games in a row. The Raiders improved their record to four and seven, and the Seahawks record drops to six and five. They are now in second place in the NFC West. Um, but the big reason why the Raiders won this game uh, was because they ran the football very well. Uh, you look at the total numbers for Josh Jacobs in this game. He ended up with two rushing touchdowns um, and uh, 303 yards from scrimmage. Uh, the most yards from scrimmage in Raiders history. A great game for Josh Jacobs. Uh, well over 200 rushing yards. Uh, he also had a lot of receiving yards in this game as well. Um, and uh, that was a big difference in this game. That's why the Raiders won this game uh, was because Josh Jacobs 
really ran the football well. The Seahawks could not stop the run. They did not have an answer for Josh Jacobs in this game. They did a really good job against Devontae Adams, um, but Josh Jacobs was just way um, too much for this uh, Seahawks defense. Um, and, uh, you know, when you run the football effectively and you're able to wear down the defense, um, you know, that definitely set the Raiders up in a really good position in overtime for Josh Jacobs to break off that long run. Um, and um, also the Seahawks, they struggled to run the football in this game. Uh, that was another big difference in this game. Um, yes, Kenneth Walker did have two rushing touchdowns, um, but the Raiders defense limited him to about 28 rushing yards in this game. So um, the Seahawks inability to stop the run and uh, the Raiders ability to stop the run. Um, that was uh, the big difference in this game. Um, both teams uh, with two turnovers in this game. Derek Carr throws a couple of interceptions. Um, Geno Smith throws an interception and Kenneth Walker also fumbles a football in this game as well. So it looks like Kenneth Walker is hitting a little bit of a rookie wall, um, but he's, he's a very good player. He's had a very good season. Um, and I think he's going to bounce back big in the Seahawks next game against the Rams. Uh, but a tough loss for the Seahawks. This one stings a little, this one stings a little bit, um, you know, with the Seahawks now falling to second place in the NFC West. And uh, with the 49ers shutting out the Saints 13 to nothing, they jump into first place in the NFC West. So this loss definitely hurts. Uh, but it goes to show that, you know, never underestimate a team with a bad record, especially when they have players on their team with really good track records uh, with a lot of success. Um, so, you know, tough loss for the Seahawks. Uh, hopefully they could bounce back against the Rams next Sunday. But um, this one uh, definitely hurt a little bit. This one definitely stung. Um, and um, tough to lose in overtime, that's for sure. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens next week. But, um, yeah, this one was tough. Uh, so that's my thoughts on the Seahawks-Raiders game. Now I want to talk about a few other matchups around the NFL. Uh, for week 12, I already talked about the 49ers um, taking care of the Saints. Their defense is a real deal. They shut out the Saints 13 to nothing. Um, and now they are in first place in the NFC West. Um, good games on Thanksgiving. Uh, the Bills, uh, they win a close game over the Lions 28 to 25. Um, Got to give the Lions credit for hanging in there, really playing the Bills tough. But in the end, Josh Allen comes up with a big game winning drive to set up uh, Tyler Bass to kick a game-winning field goal, and the Bills beat the Lions 28-25. to um, The Cowboys, they get a big win over the Giants 28-20. to um, Cowboys struggle a little bit in the first half of this game. Dak Prescott throws a couple of interceptions, uh, but the Cowboys really get their offense going in the second half. They run the football well. Dak Prescott throws a couple of touchdown passes in this game as well. Um, and uh, Zeke ends up with a big rushing touchdown. Tony Pollard runs the football well. Um, and the Cowboys, they get a big win over the Giants, 28-20. to And the Cowboys are now in second place in the um, NFC East division. Um, and um, they get a big win over the Giants. Uh, and then the night game on Thanksgiving, the Vikings versus the Patriots. Both quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins and Mac Jones, really play well. Uh, they both throw for over 300 yards. Um, you look at the stats for Mac Jones, 
this was uh, the best game of his career um, based off of the stats. Uh, but this does end in a losing effort for the Patriots. Um, Kirk Cousins really plays well. Uh, this was definitely his best primetime game of his career. Um, Kirk Cousins has really struggled in primetime, but he turns it around in this game. Um, he ends up uh, throwing three touchdown passes. Um, Justin Jefferson has a really good game as well. Uh, TJ Hawkinson gets his first touchdown as a Minnesota Viking. Um, and uh, the Vikings get a big win over the Patriots, 33-26, to 26, to improve their record um, to 9-2. Uh, and two. Um, and uh looks like uh, if the Vikings uh, win their next game uh, next week, um, and if the Lions lose, looks like the Vikings could wrap up the NFC North division. So um, big win for the Vikings, and uh, we'll see how they do next week. Uh, but... Um, Really good Thanksgiving matchups. Uh, there were also some really good games on Sunday. Um, you have uh, uh, the Browns. Uh, they shocked the world. They beat the Buccaneers um, in overtime. A big rushing touchdown by Nick Chubb. And uh, the Buccaneers, uh, or excuse me, the Browns beat the Buccaneers 24-17. to um, Big overtime win for the Browns. And they will get Deshaun Watson back next week. So, uh, we'll see if the Browns can make a late run and try and um, uh, climb in into this playoff race, but um, it's going to be a long shot. Um, but um, you know, we'll see what happens with Deshaun Watson back for the Browns. Uh, but they get a big win over the Buccaneers. Uh, the Falcons they lose to the Commanders, so the Commanders continue to play well. Um, great game for the Commanders' defense, and uh, Taylor Heineke does just enough. Uh, to get the Commanders a win over the Falcons. Uh, so that NFC South, um, really struggling. Um, they all have a losing record, but the Buccaneers are still in first place in the NFC South. Um, the Panthers, they are the only team that get a win in the NFC South this week. Uh, they um, they beat the Broncos. Um, and, um, you know, lots of uh, good games this week. Uh, the Bengals... Titans game, that was a really good defensive battle. Uh, the Bengals defense really steps up big. Um, and uh, um, they get a big win over the Titans. Um, and uh, the Ravens, they lose to the Jaguars. A big win for Trevor Lawrence as he continues uh, to build up his confidence with a really young Jaguars team. Um they get a big win over the Ravens um, and uh, Ravens blow another big lead. Um, and now the Bengals and Ravens are tied uh, for first place in the AFC North. Um, the Steelers, uh, they get a big win on Monday night football over the Colts. Um, and uh, also a uh, really good game uh, between the Eagles and the Packers. Uh, that was a really good game for a while, but in the end, um, the Packers just could not stop the Eagles running game. Jalen Hurts ends up with 157 rushing yards and 153 passing yards in this game. Um, and uh, the Eagles, uh, they win a close game over the Packers. Um, Aaron Rodgers ends up injured in this game. Um, he ends up leaving the game with a rib injury. So um, the Packers, uh, with very slim playoff hopes, uh, we'll see if they continue um, to. Uh, or we'll see if Aaron Rodgers is able to play in this game. Um, if we'll see if Aaron Rodgers is able to continue and play 
um, this season, or will they shut Aaron Rodgers down and see what they have in Jordan Love? Um, so we'll see what happens there. But, um, you know, lots of uh, good games uh, this week around the NFL. Um, the uh, the Rams, uh, they lose to the Chiefs. The Chiefs get another uh, big win. Patrick Mahomes continues to play at an MVP quality level. Um, he has to be a um, the leading candidate right now to win the MVP award. Uh, so the chiefs, they continue to play well. Um, and, um, um, the, uh, chargers, uh, they get back on track when they win over the Arizona Cardinals, big play late in the game by Justin Herbert, uh, to get a win for the chargers. Um, and uh, they go for a two point conversion and they end up uh, winning the game. So a big play, uh, from Justin Herbert to, um, Gerald Everett and uh, the Chargers, uh, they get a big win. Uh, the Jets, uh, they get a big win over the Chicago Bears. Mike White really plays well. He ends up throwing for over 300 yards. Uh, he throws three touchdown passes in the Jets' win over the Bears. The Bears' offense struggles without Justin Fields. Nathan Peterman ends up getting the start for the Bears, and the Jets get a big win, uh, 31-10 to over the Bears. Uh, the Dolphins... They continue to play well. They get a big win over the Texans, 30-15. to 15, Another great game for Tua. Um, and uh, the Dolphins' offense continues to really play well. Um, so uh, lots of good games this week. Um, and uh, Week 12 was a lot of fun to watch. And I uh, can't wait to see what happens in Week 13. So that's my thoughts on everything around the NFL. Really quickly, want to talk some MLB news. Um, the White Sox, they add another starting pitcher to their rotation. They signed Mike Clevenger in free agency. Uh, Mike Clevenger, really good starting pitcher coming over to the White Sox from the San Diego Padres. Um, and uh, when he's healthy, uh, he's a pretty good starting pitcher. So this could be a very good move for the White Sox. Um, and also Jose Abreu, he finds a new home. He signs a three-year contract with the World Series champion Houston Astros. Three-year contract worth $60 million. Um, not sure if it's official yet, but um, that's going to be a very good move for the Astros once it becomes official. Uh, Jose Abreu, very good power hitter, a pretty good first baseman as well. Um, and uh, he will fit right in to replace Yuli Gurriel um, and uh, another good power hatter. Uh, another good power hitter added to um, that Astros lineup. So, a good move for the Strohs. Um, so that's my thoughts on everything around the MLB. Uh, just really quickly, I just want to leave you guys with a quick thought before I go. Um, the other day on Caleb, um, they were sharing uh, one of those one minute of encouraging words. Um, and uh, they were talking about Exodus chapter four. Um, and uh, that's the story where uh, Moses is uh, talking with God at the burning bush. Um, and that's when God tells Moses to go back to Egypt and uh, to free the Israelites um, and uh, to lead them to the promised land. Um, and, uh, you know, um, in Exodus chapter 4, we see Moses kind of arguing with God a little bit, you know, just trying to tell God that, you know, he shouldn't be the one that God should send uh, to free the Israelites. Um, and, you know, Moses is basically giving God a list of excuses. Um, and, uh, you know, God in the end tells Moses, I will be with you. 
Um, and, uh, you know, this story just kind of applies to all of us. Um, you know, we all have potential. Uh, we are all here on this earth for a reason. We are not here by accident or by coincidence, uh, but we are here because, um, you know, God has um, brought us into this world for a purpose. God has a plan and a purpose for each and every single one of us. Um, and if God is calling you uh, to do something, um, you know, don't give God a list of excuses. Just give God your obedience and trust God and just say to God, you know, I'm yours. Um, use me for your will. Use me for your glory. Um, and in the end, um, you know, everything uh, will work out for your good. Um, and if you trust God, um, you know, God uh, will um, use you for his glory. Um, and God's plan and purpose for your life is perfect. So trust God and know that God um, sees you. God sees your potential. Um, and if you trust God, you can reach that full potential um, and you can do great things. So I just want to leave you guys with that. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. All remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Thank you guys for listening. Um, God bless you guys and uh, go Hawks.